0: Thank you, my man. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. That's Gary Darno Watkins, and he is, uh, 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 I said it wrong, but he's wearing a kilt today. Can you stand up and show that? Yeah, can, they, can, can the camera see that? Oh, that is sweet right there, man. A kilt. He's wearing it today to honor both he and myself's Scottish roots. So, uh, for us, it's a it's, it's funny because we were both in a clan, uh, so, so, sorry, <laughs> sorry, uh, <laughs> so uh, today on the show, uh, we're happy to see you, hi, and we have uh, a fantastic comedian, a comedian I was on the road with for a bit, a little, little bit, and who was just fantastic, and every time anybody ever sees him, man, he just fills a joint. Everybody falls out. I am so excited that he decided to do the show. I thought I was going to have to coax him into it or go get somebody to put him in a burlap bag and bring him here like we do with most of our guests. But he decided to come on his own. Uh, We got Shang here tonight, everybody. Yes, Shang. And I will not get him Shangri because you don't want to do that. Uh, Okay, so we're going to go to commercial. We'll be right back with Shang. Take us out of here, guys. Yeah! address things to me, it just does something. <laughs> uh, today I actually want to help everybody here. I want you to think of this more as a classroom than a uh, late night show. I want to talk to you about a danger that's going around the country, and it must be stopped. And that danger is the dangers of pseudo-certainty. What is pseudo-certainty, you're saying? Pseudo certainty is when someone tells you something and then you take it as fact and then you repeat it to the next person who then takes it as fact and repeats it to the next person who takes it as fact and on and on and on. None of these people actually do any research trying to find out if what they've been told is true. So we don't want that. And that's people blindly following blind people, okay? And that of course brings hate groups private clubs, and people who drive Priuses. So you want to look out, you want to look out for that. Uh, Another pseudo certainty that's going around is that people say that human beings only use 10% of their brain. Untrue. Scientists and doctors have debunked this years ago. It's actually, people use 100% of the brain. It's just that they only know what they're talking about 90% of the time, which is where the mix up probably happen. So now you've got to be smart and you've got to be hip. How can you be smart and be hip? Well, because you can't just be smart and you can't just be hip. You've got to be them both. You've got to be able to identify the problem and then you have to be able to know, hey man, I'm not really feeling that. I'm moving on. You know, because I mean, that's what hipsters do. You know why hipsters walk so slow? Because they got no place to yeah. be, man. So you've got to be smart and you've got to be hip. First thing you've got to do is you've got to watch out for people who say, and start these sentences speaking to you saying they say. They say, this is very, very dangerous, very dangerous words because uh, once you're listening to a person who starts their sentence with they say, that is your first class trip to Looney Land or American politics. You can have either one if you'd like. Uh, okay, now how you can tell these people who are uh, pseudo certainty people. Uh, there are two kinds. One group wears a tie around their neck. The other group were, puts a tie around someone else's neck. So you've got you to kind of know them. They were long dresses, white, very, very, very chic, but very dangerous people. Um, uh, and then there's uh, you, you can take a look at it, they say, and why it's so dangerous, because if you switch the words around of they say, you get hate sigh. Why would anybody hate Psy? Si? Yeah. Psy's a good guy, right. you know? He's on the neighborhood watch, he looks out for the kids, he does the barbecues. Maybe we should kind of keep an eye on si. <laughs> Uh Then the other way that you can look at it is it says, eat shy." Oh, now this infuriates me. Person who made up, person who made up they say, I want you to know that I know shy." Shy is a friend of mine, and you, sir, taste nowhere near as good as Shy. So these are the things that you must know, and uh, I hope that this helps you in your life, and in your work, and in all the stuff. Yeah, you can kind of see me like prodding out here in the end. Uh, So uh, we're we're gonna get to the good stuff now. Uh, Go to commercial, when we come back, we'll be back with Shy. (laughs) There have been many people who have strutted upon this stage. I'm talking about Albert Einstein, Batman, and uh, Frankenpuff. But tonight, we've got the best (laughs) of them all. Uh, We've got comedian, movie star, and good friend to me, Uh, comedian, actor, lover,
1: Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, (laughs) lover. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. We didn't, I'm know, not, uh, we didn't
0: know if you are actually going to come in. No, the, no,
1: I'm, I was going to come, but the lover part, yeah, that's it's been a long time, bro. It's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> a long time. Now All we'll I'm say- saying is my wick is pretty dry.
0: Uh, oh, wow. Pretty dry. So you mean you uh, and it's not
1: like Yeah. It's just talcum powder. Talcum powder. That's, uh, yes, that's pretty dry. But no, no, I I, 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 I said thank I was going to show our show. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, you know,
0: something I've always wanted to tell you. I never told you, and right. it's that uh, we were on the road together. I think you remember that, and yeah. you were the first comedian ever to treat me nice and to tell me what I needed to do to be a good comedian. And I said, I said to you, you know what? Nobody has ever done that for me. Really? And I've, and I've asked different people. Like I was at no problem asking, but they would treat me like nothing. And uh, you were the first one. What, what did
1: they walk did up that. and put a pie in your face? I mean, like. <laughs> Hey dude, you are telling joke pow. No, I Well that I, would have at least been informational. Like, like yeah, at least that would have been. Oh, pie so you the put face. the pie in the oh, face. Oh, okay. So no, I um comedy. No, so I, pick, I get it. No, we talking about I mean, no, it's it's it it's so easy to be cool with people. And and it, it's just easy because well, well I
0: was already a fan by the time I that, it. that we hooked I, up, I, I, so
1: I was like, this cat is
0: never going to give me any information. Oh no! But no, I no. Uh, but I said, well I'll ask anyway. And when I did, you're we like, yeah, brother, come sit down here. It was after the show, and we sat down at the bar, and you started laying out what it is right. that you have to do, and and whatnot. And I said, okay, Man, you're the only one that's ever done this for
1: me. Right. I I I, I was definitely very new in
0: comedy. I was very very. New, I laid very it scared. out.
1: You have to sleep with a lot of bookers. Very important. You know, treat them right. Baby oil. They like it. And uh-huh. then, and then <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I do. That's how I got the, in the improvs. But uh, I say uh, no. I, I think that there's a lot of comics that don't like to. They don't like to share the wealth because they're 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 yogurty. They're yogurty. What's yogurty mean? Yogurty soft. <laughs> and, and softy, soft softers. Do, do, and, they
0: have, do they have fruit on the bottom?
1: They're totally yogurty fruit on the bottom. Okay. so So, uh, but no. Know, now we know. Now we didn't. Now, there you ago. go. And I think that there's a lot of comics that don't want to share with younger comics or comics that's starting off. And I just never been that way. I've always opened my home and opened my, you know, self to like because I can't be at every gig. I can't be like, well, I must rule everything that is comedy. And I, you know, and there's comics I don't think are funny. But I still know it's a it's a journey because right. there's comics that weren't funny that are murderers now. Right. So there's you know, so you got to be cool. I
0: mean, they even gave me a show.
1: Well, see, Did you, you know, know, I'm on your show
0: <laughs> and I've done a ton of stuff, man. I watched you and everything. The, my, your, my little brother, you are his favorite comedian, which makes me angry. Which but uh, but he, his the special wow. that he loves the most is Shangri. He watches oh, thank every you. single weekend.
1: Yeah, that and is he went to that, relax
0: to go to relax. He watches Shangri.
1: I appreciate you watching Shangri. His name is Sean. And thank you for the additional Sean. checks that are coming in. But you
0: no, say hi, you can say hi to
1: Sean. Hey, what's Give up, me? Sean? Thank you, Sean. Thank you.
0: There you to go. Force you no, to no, say hi no.
1: I mean, to Sean. no. But thank you, yet. Sean, and uh, thank you, Amazon and Apple TV for you know, give me the shot. And it worked out. And I actually, I'm actually one of the producers on it. And, uh, you know, I, this is the wild part when you never know what something's going to pop off. I edited it in my kitchen. What? I, because, because the editing part was so expensive and I know how to edit. Uh-huh. So it was me and a brother named Nazi. And I, that's the only table that was big enough to put all of the equipment on there. So I just sat there and edited it. And then, um, people thought, oh, you're going to, Delivered us, and it—you saw it, and it, yeah, it, it worked out. It was Thank you for Fire. all of the people that came out to the taping. Fire. It went Packed. well, and uh, we're at uh, right now. We're at uh, on Amazon Prime, nine hundred and ninety-one thousand views. Ah. So that's yeah, not bad. You, you know, not bad at all without a lot of promotion. We
0: have something in common because this show. Is negative the exact number? <laughs> wow,
1: so uh, <laughs> I knew you. I got that velvet, that velvet
0: off of somebody, in the yeah. Street. That you made yeah, that I'm money. Just the joke for you, why? No, now? no,
1: you made the money, you bought the velvet. Why do <laughs> I, why I have to say, why do I say velvet like Billy Crystal? What is that velvet? No, I not, I'm not I'm not not Eddie Murphy. No, that uh, no, perfect, that, perfect, but come come he got out. that from Billy Crystal, oh. Billy Crystal. He, with Billy Crystal, if you watch The Princess Bride, ah yes, like, yes, yes, like, yes, 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 storming the cashel
0: Ah uh, yeah, oh God, you got him
1: down. God. That was what he said. She's a witch, I tell you. And uh... and then a lot of that you see Gilbert godfrey when he goes into the thing with the thing. a lot of because a lot of Jewish comics what they would take from him. And so um, I love. <laughs> wow, that. you didn't see that coming. Like a lot of black people don't really do yeah, Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, they don't really. But, um, no, I, um, Beautiful. I think that when I met you and just comedy wise, when I meet a lot of comics, I, I just feel like if I'm further ahead of them, that I wish somebody that was further ahead of me would have talked to me. So now I talk to younger comics because, you know, and luckily I'm, you know, doing okay. Well, you so,
0: even back then. Well, thank you Bob. now. Just, young man, I always to say young thing. sir,
1: young Jedi.
0: One person clapped in the audience for him, and that's all. One person clapped in the
1: audience, and that was the band.
0: Yeah, and, and he and he works for me, and he so and exactly. <laughs> you know, he got, did you give a golf clap? No, no, it's just that there's no, you know, they hate black on black unity. That's
1: wow, what it is. that's what it. Wow, uh, I'm sorry to
0: everyone. Out wow, that got racial. That, that was not, uh, That
1: was me. I didn't see that coming. I take it back. Yeah, you know, no, all of a sudden he went from like, so it's nice to meet you. Yeah, what about the black man? Like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's <laughs> oh, no, all come We're talking
0: about it, though. What let's come together. Black man?
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> what about <laughs> the black man?
0: Now, now, let me ask you this. So you grew up in New York City. You grew yeah. up in Brooklyn. And, yeah, but and, I've been here for a long time. So. And, but you, yeah, you've been out here for a long, yeah. long time. And um, now you've seen a lot of stuff, and I know you had a lot of family stuff that went on as well, even when you were younger.
1: Wow, are you, are we am I gonna cry like on Sports Center? Like I, Am I doing the Cooper Jr. like you're my Quan. Uh, you know, so um, no, I'm yeah, I had some a lot of family stuff go on, but I mean, for some reason my pops being the cold serpent that he was it actually helped me. No, he was. He was. A, what I mean by cold, he, he was ice cold. He didn't nothing. Don't, your, don't, don't defend yourself against me <laughs> No, no. Audience. Wait, wait. No, you know,
0: yeah. You got a right to I, say No, but I, like but you. I, That's your father. You talking about? That was about? my father. But Get I, out there, like, but a, I yeah. dug that
1: about him because he handled that. Every, some a building could fall, and he would just handle things. It was never like, oh, a building fell. He was like, well, the building fell. <laughs> Somebody go get a broom. Like he was that dude. He was a character from. Good it was, time. I, like yeah, he just nothing like shook him. Wow. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, like it was where my mom's death didn't shake him at all. He was like, well, people die, people have heart attacks, and that was that. Wow. And that's what he and and it. And after a while, I kind of got it later, but at first, at the time, I'm like you cold son of a. But then now I look back. go, yeah, people do die. And there's nothing you could do. Think about the good stuff that you had with him and all the good times you had with him. Instead of thinking of that one last final thing, think of the lifetime of good, fun stuff. When he he would drive me, he would go to Atlantic City because we would go gamble. And he used to drive with his knees so he would move his hands while he was talking. I'm talking about 85 miles an hour with his knees. He would drive with his knees and we would drive to Atlantic City and we'd go down there and lose tons of money. Well, he would lose tons of money. I didn't lose tons of money, and I'm one. He would sneak me into the casino. I'm like seven. I'm like, what are you doing? But like now, that I look back at like, what are you doing? But then, I, then now I look at it, and go, that was a great time. Yeah, I got to see like the what's the girls with the, the dancing girls with the feathers. I got to see a lot of that early, so that was cool for me. So, so that's why I don't look at it as he was cold, like cold or anything. I look at it as it helped me now like i had a couple people pass away and i was the one that handled everything because i was more more methodical about it and it so it didn't hit me the same way so that it helped me
0: is that something that made you uh... just going through that and being able to contain yourself like that is that something that made you get into
1: martial arts wow yeah we went deep wow we went deep so you've been having somebody follow me Uh, (laughs) yeah for a couple of years now i'm I'm walking in ralph's all of a sudden a a star hits next to my face (laughs) (laughs) and then i see no yeah i got into it uh everybody thinks that everybody thinks people who get into martial arts and they i mean as deep as i was into it everybody thinks they get into it because they were bullied or my pops beat me or nothing it was totally for discipline because i knew i was a erratic kid i was like a mosquito all over the place i had all this energy and i knew that master go what's going on master go master lee uh, big frank friedman all i, I shout out all, everybody uh, uh frank friedman um who was the pka full contact champion okay. uh I, w- I i got to work with him and because i was a little bit bigger than the other kids they would really put me with really difficult fighters. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's why I did it out of discipline. It got me focused. It made me not be a psycho. And also in the real sense of martial arts, martial artists don't want to fight. They don't wanna fight. They they just want to know that if they did, they could handle their business. So a lot of times, like, yeah, avoid a fight at all costs. So it made me not wanna go out and just start crap with people and just, you know well, what what gave you the uh... Now, I can kick the, though. The, uh, <laughs> now, I'm still old, but I still it surprise people. If
0: anybody yeah. wants to get kicked, if and just we'll if be you ad- hang out after afterwards,
1: the show. we're going <laughs> to have a kick seminar right after the <laughs> there show.
0: You go. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, bring a lot. Bring ice. Bring ice. Uh, so um, the question I had was, how did you have the state of mind that young to know that you were that you were wild and that you needed to be reined in? You did this yourself. Nobody uh, took
1: you there. You did it. No, I I did it when I got old enough. I wanted to do it even younger. I wanted to do it when I was nine. Um, I really wanted to do it. I, so I had that motivation. And also, you watch Bruce Lee movies, and I would oh, go. Oh yeah. In Manhattan, they got a thing where they would have Kung Fu theater. And I'm not kidding you. My pops would drop me off around around five o'clock, and he'd come back at twelve at midnight. Because they would have Sonny Chiba. It was a guy. Uh, Sonny Chiba called Street Fighter. It was. Uh, you guys are. The people are gonna be too young to notice. It was Enter the Dragon. It was called Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee. I would watch that and Fist of oh, Fury. Just wa- I just
0: watched that last night. Oh, Enter it's so Dragon. good,
1: so good. And so like it was a. Part. Yeah. What? Wow.
0: <laughs> That's the part I. Like.
1: I, I think that I you, the, you did a pretty like good pause.
0: I like the people that have of the smallest parts. Yeah. Like when, <laughs> like in Fist. Of when Fury he auditioned,
1: and he, <laughs> and he the guys that didn't get, he went.
0: Yeah, nah, gonna, nah, that wasn't good. That's that was not good. what we're
1: looking for. Next guy.
0: Uh, uh, nah, you're trying not to Not that. You're, you're
1: a little too much nah. in the one guy. That's our guy. That's the guy. That's the guy. And that guy hasn't worked since. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's, he sends Jackie Chan yeah. in <laughs>
1: Just really. Here he comes oh, right wow. now. wow.
0: They're looking for you, man. Um,
1: Keep But no. Hello, brother. Keep but you no, know. I that was uh, what I just knew. There was something in me that knew that I needed to be reined in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, yes. and trust me, these dudes that I was working with reined me in because you, you think you're a tough guy until you really get around guys that are super tough guys. Yeah. And it made me go, huh. Ah, it humbles you. Because I was a little bit bigger than the other kids, and I was like I could smoke them. And so uh, when I got with a little bit older kids, they were just like literally kicking me all over the place. So. That's what it, it humbles you and it makes you focus, and All it right. helped me with comedy too because. Well, that's what. Know, don't get ahead of me now. Don't uh, oh wow! Don't I, you because know? I'm did I, I jump ahead? Yeah, yeah. No, okay, no, I no, jumped no, ahead. No, they, I didn't cause mean. Cause me. Why one. am I doing Denzel <laughs> Washington <laughs> fingers? <laughs> she Why? Tried to kill my wife. No, I'm putting cases on. Okay. I wanted to
0: ask you. Do you think? Yeah. Because I know that. The way that I grew up, was rough. Was a, was a was a hard time, right, like, for me, and it seems like there was there was hard times for you, most certainly, very much so. And but... I, I want to know, do you think that we need that to be at this level of comedy that we need to have gone through just
1: bad things? No, no. I wish I had good things. You're Like yeah, so man. But would we still need it? Man, man, we still I... need.
0: What we still. Let me think about it. We get up. We're only happy when we can get up in front of a room full of people, strangers, who we don't know right, and open a vein.
1: No, I know right there
0: in front of them, and I, and, and, I, and 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 it's like we hate having to ask for their permission, right, and we love when we get it. But see, but it's like, but I and I really, no. I really want to know your your you know what your philosophy is on this. Is that is that. What it takes to make a comedian. It's no. A lot of rough times. Because the best comedians I've ever seen, I, their stories were like horrendous.
1: No, I've had, I had a bad time, but no, I don't. Why do you have to be the porcupine wrangler? No, I don't. No, I don't want. I wish I had a better life before that. But I mean, luckily, I, was, I, was, I had a pops that was so detached from emotionality that it made me kind of like, okay, life's gonna be rough sometimes. That's the way it is, and keep it moving. So, even though it was rough times, I kind of went, Well, that's how things are sometimes. So, I didn't do it. And stand up wise, no. I mean, but. Well, I know that, like, for stand up, you for stand-up.
0: because some friends took you to a comedy club,
1: right? Wow, you're doing you your be, research. You should, Did you know <laughs> <notice>,
0: this, people? <laughs> and they said you should get up there. Yeah, a quiet. lot of people. Your I friend.
1: was a goofball underneath the, the flittering mosquito. I was a goofball. So they were like, "Man, you got to use that energy." And so when I went to do stand up, a guy named Peter Spellos at a place called Who's on First in New York, I did it 3 minutes. I remember my first 3 minutes of jokes. I had a joke about um uh, how they made bottles of whiteout, they cremated albinos. And <laughs> they would cream and 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 that's how they made bottles of whiteout. They would drag them out into the sun and watch them <laughs> so the point is that was That's one of my not dark at all nah, not at all that was one of the jokes my I was a young comic it was about Godzilla having sex with the Statue of Liberty because that was the only woman that could accommodate Godzilla and and the ladies called him Zilla I just wanted you to know that that was the second joke and then my other joke was about I think no it was about my father it was about my father so um, he saw me and was like yo you really should do this I was like, ah, nah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a martial arts teacher. I'm gonna have a big school, which was absolute fantasy. Um, I thought that. and then uh, but you kept going back. I kept going back. and then I did got you know before I got you sucked knew? into the comedy hole, <laughs> which sounds really bad. Did
0: you did you did you did you know that you knew, but you wanted wait for pushing back against it?
1: Yeah, cause I thought, um I couldn't make any money at it until, but now, cha-ching. <laughs> uh, no, but no, you don't realize You can make so much money at it And I didn't see, and my pops didn't see Comics as famous, they were like they're, they're not, like you know, people think Oh, you tell jokes, you're not going to make no money And they think you're going to suck and, and everybody says that with comedy Even when a woman, um, you know, says something It's like, uh, when a woman Says something to you, like, how's your little comedy going? Oh, I hate that. They think that you you know, they don't realize you I hate that. you could be doing that. really well. You' yeah.
0: like you're like you just came from like uh, the uh, Paramount up in Oakland and five thousand people at your and show. and they still go and you come How's back. You... How, so how'd your little show go? right? Oh, my minuscule show, you're talking about right. that right. Oh, don't you it's not worth even mentioning. Um, I want to ask you. Hey, my director is trying to signal me, but I don't know what it means. Oh, oh! He's giving me the peace sign. He's letting me know that indeed we have won World War II. World War II, <laughs> we've won it! Everybody, it's VJ Day. Is this,
1: is this the bunker?
0: This is yeah. Oh, oh, oh
1: I'm so glad it's over. Wow, so. Oh well, we're going to run out of food, so
0: you know, you know, because I'm going to have to eat your manager. uh, Well, he does look rather tasty. He looks delicious. I usually
1: don't like, uh, don't like to eat human flesh, but if I had to, when you have to, would I have to? Or when you haven't heard? I'm letting you know it would be you when it's late night. (laughs) When it's late night and you're hungry (laughs) and you're driving
0: around, um, if I hadn't found the stage, I mean, when I found the stage, it was like the world went. From black and white to Technicolor. Oh, okay. Everything, Some people say that. Like about comedy. Time.
1: They they say it about comedy, or musicians say that without music. Um, without... Well, I started in, in, with comedic acting and with musicals. And then. Funny musicals, and, and then it
0: just progressed from there. Gotcha. But that was the first time anybody ever said that I did something well. Wow. Well, I, re- I, I remember it. I remember. I, I, I,
1: Do you and, still and, love and, it, though? Do you still love comedy? I love it. Uh, I love the aspect uh, it, of it, it, but there's parts of it I want to, I want to smother with a pillow. Yeah, no,
0: yeah. Because yeah. social
1: media has made people stars that aren't necessarily talented at stardom, or period. Like you get a million TikTok followers from doing a weird little boomerang dance, and all of a sudden you're selling out theaters. So when I came up, and you know, as a comic, you actually had to have material. You couldn't just do a little dance. Or do something like uh, there's a guy. Uh, okay, I got to tell you a story, and it'll be real quick. So, because I know we're um, this guy just got signed to a six-picture deal, and I'm not joking. It's not, I'm not making this up. He stuck his finger in a cat's butt. <laughs> uh, see, you're like what? He stuck his finger in cat butt, put it up on online, and one day he had 700,000 subscribers. In two days, he had a million subscribers. In three days, he had five million subscribers. The execs saw this and thought, "Well, this guy must be a star," signed him to a a a six-picture deal. So I am I'm I'm buying a cat. (laughs) I am buying no, but no, I'm saying. But this is. Why'd you take
0: my joke away from me? I
1: was right there, man. But no, i I'm, knew, I, I was thinking
0: to myself. Thinking to saying, I oh, I, jump got, I should I right, right in there. Mine but, was gonna be join us next week when we'll be here with a cat.
1: There you go. So, See?
0: But now because he already used I, I, nothing. You gotta
1: be quick on the draw. Pow pow. But no, I um I, this is a real story. He got signed by the people who are the producers of Jackass. I don't know if you know the company named yeah. Jackass yeah. where they shoot themselves in the testicles with bowling balls. I'm not making this up. And they made the movie made $29 million. And it's called, That's a, there's a series yeah, well, of them,
0: people get and they stab voyeurism. each other,
1: and they sh- they punch each other. Hey, Chuck Liddell, come punch me in my face, for, you know, over and over again. So that's the sign of So that, that part of entertainment does bother me. It does make me go, wow, is that what I got to do? Well, I remember
0: when it first started, the first thing that I saw was like some fat guy jumping around and dancing really hard and all of this stuff in his underwear. And I wouldn't have had a problem with a fat guy jumping around and dancing, but doing it in your underwear, it was like a please love me, please love me. It was what it was. And I was like. Chris I Farley? I, no, it nah. wasn't Farley. It wasn't. I love Farley. No, Farley. F- no, I, Farley. no
1: Farley. I, I was with Briston Gray. I'm telling you, Farley was that type of dude.
0: No, no, this guy was just some guy.
1: Oh okay. And uh and
0: that's what it was. No diss to
1: Chris Farley, but it's the truth.
0: And no, it's the truth he fall down with the pants. Yeah, he, he would down. do. Yeah. But I love Chris. Chris was also from Wisconsin, like, you uh, he's a Wisconsin guy and he was uh uh oh, it doesn't matter.
1: Um, <laughs> the, so Did you just have a the, a glitch just now? And he know. was uh well <laughs> <laughs> I feel I like did you just
0: I am heavily medicated, James.
1: So that is true. So yeah. it happened. And there's nothing you could do about it.
0: No, there really isn't. You gotta
1: just move I'm on with do. your life and move forward and, and take as much medication to get through navigate I through.
0: I have just enough not to make me bite you in the throat. That made one person you know what? laugh. That, you know one what? person out there really got off on that idea.
1: You know what? Two you know, black guys biting I, each other I, in the I, throat? Yowie! Maybe I'm starting to regret this whole coming up here. <laughs> Never had a person interview me, No, I'm just medicated enough not to kill you. Well, no, no,
0: no, not kill you. Bite you in the throat.
1: It's like a love
0: bite between comedians. Hey, how you doing? That's, ah! Now that sounds,
1: that sounds a little prison it sounds like a little bit prison. A little bit. A little bit, a little a little bit, little bit, bit. of prison. A little bit. Not a, I'm not going to bite your throat out. Just a love. <laughs> you know? well, can we use the word? I no, mean, not on this show. Blink that out. That goes. Ble- he can bleep it. Uh, yeah, yeah. The director, who's a very funny comic, T. Ward, Thomas Ward. Thomas! He can do a Ward. little bleep.
0: Fantastic comedian,
1: even. I see him doing it Fantastic. on Colbert. I see him doing it on Steph Rogan and Steph, uh, or whatever the show. Uh, they do it. Bleep the thing. Stop it. No,
0: Jesus! I don't know how to get. I don't know how to get to the next place from here.
1: You can get there. <laughs> you just have to. We just... went from
0: like, oh, oh, I know. I wanted to go back to. I See? Wanted, I wanted to go to. I wanted to say that most comedians I know did come from like a, a pain. Uh, yeah, a really pain, painful background. I say that the, like it's always said, the equation of comedy is pain. The smiley plus face. The sad face. Equals
1: comedy.
0: Right. Tragedy plus time equals comedy. Right. For me, it's definitely meant that.
1: Well, But but
0: it hasn't meant that to you.
1: No, it, it doesn't. Like, I don't look at it from pain. I look at comedy from how can I say the most edgy, point of view, political, insightful stuff and still get a laugh? Yeah. So the challenge of it for me was not tapping into my pain because I don't think that way. It was more tapping into... How can I get away with this abortion joke? How can I get away with this, this, you know, uh, (laughs) I don't know if I can, I'm not already winter with the one thing. I'm not going to do that. Uh, How can I get away with the most edgy stuff? And the people that influenced me comedy wise, like Bill Hicks, George Carlin, who got away with saying some really edgy stuff. In fact, he, they uh, Lenny Lenny Bruce oh, which pe- Lenny guy. Bruce. A lot of people don't realize those comics were saying back in the day some really edgy stuff. Yeah, that, and you but know they went to jail for. They went to jail for. I want I like that pushing the envelope. Uh, I know that people will get canceled and got to be politically correct, but I like that. I like that's the fact. Own own there you go. That you know makes sense. Nobody
0: gets to cancel you when you own the when you own the you show. Own the old but
1: farm. Um, yeah, that's why I'm, a lot of my stuff I do independently, but. That HBO, you know, you know, HBO checks are nice, though. It's
0: strange that, that that you're the first comedian I've ever talked to that said that uh, they didn't have any of that. Not that you didn't go through pain, but that it didn't motivate your work.
1: No, it didn't motivate my work. It doesn't, like, motiv- you know, even money. Uh, everybody thinks money motivates. No, I like I like the fact when a comic comes in for me, it's like, yo, I cannot believe you got away with that. Like, and, and got a big laugh. That's the thing that, now that gets me sexually aroused. (laughs) Who
0: asked you what got you sexually aroused? (laughs) Okay, I made a leap. It was the way. It was the way that you said it. No, no. What I'm saying is that I, had, <laughs> I, said to you during the break, and you said for now the press. That's what gets me off. That for get my promo. Like, going. Like,
1: yeah. Next on the <laughs> BD Freedom Show, and then, <laughs> then freedom, and then it's like, and that's what makes me. <laughs> that's what makes my nipples perk up. Let's put that in at the end of the show. Yeah, right at the yeah, end. Right after at the case, end.
0: It should say, and that's what gets. Like, if you're a musician or anything,
1: if you're a musician or whatever. Well, then you do something you know, wow. That, when I don't mean sexually I was just joke, But I, I think that it, when you go, wow, I actually did a set. I did that. That makes me feel like, you know, I'm pushing the envelope. And it's cool. I'll give you an example. I can't use the exact terminology. I met George Carlin in Vegas. I was doing the little, tiny, horrible room in Vegas at the Tropicana. It was a little, tiny room, like, horrible gig. And I didn't know if I was going to get paid. George Carlin's doing the 5,000-seat room upstairs. I don't know what made him come downstairs. He couldn't sleep or whatever. He's sitting in the back. He watches my set. I come off stage. He makes a comment. I look over and go, is that George Carlin? And he says, you got you got, big enough to in a dumpster. Um, he said that to me, and I used it on my resume for like five years <laughs> because he was like, you, you, you just pushed the envelope. I was doing Satan worship jokes. Uh, I was doing... I was doing the most edgy stuff I could think of because I was influenced by comics like Bill Hicks. And actually, it was another comic that really influenced me a lot because he just didn't give a damn. Paul Mooney. Oh yeah. And Paul Mooney would just say whatever. Yeah. And that's how I feel about it. And that's,
0: oh, it. that's a perfect Paul
1: Mooney. Hey, little yellow black man, say what you want to. <laughs> and, and, so I, and so I I I like that. I like the fact that he just did his thing and uh if you look at the comics that are changed comedy to me at least um no, Richard I think, Pryor I was at, right I was really out there. Oh yeah. at that time and it was almost underground. So that's what makes me that so my a lot I don't tap into pain as much. Now acting wise, you have to tap into pain so you can get something sad across. But uh or um, angry or, or angry or, or whatever. whatever. But comedy no cuz I want people to leave and be like wow, that was fun. That was crazy. I can't believe he said that. Like, I I have a new bit that I do about uh, gay zombies, and oh, everybody's doing a gay zombie. Oh, that I'm bit going. is so hack right now. <laughs> so many gay zombie jokes, and so a lot of people tell me don't do that joke. Oh my goodness! And now that joke's one of my most killer jokes. What if you look at L- Letterman back in the day and the shows that really hit? There was a, a something uh, like. You want to be part of that clique. Yeah. Right? And I, I like shows like that. And then other people got hip to it and become mainstream. But I like that underground kind of edgy. That's why I like bands that even when they... Like Green Day used to be a punk band that played in CBGBs and just really edgy. And then all of a sudden you hear them on Tide commercials. <laughs> and like and I don't know if Everybody I... Everybody grows up. No, I, I, they, and I, you know, I've done some mainstream stuff. I mean, I mean, come on, man, I've been on some oh, really, no, real don't. mainstream stuff. But when it comes to my live show, uh, I let them know. And if you see the warning and you still come to my show and you sit there the whole show, then that's your fault. <laughs> like, you, you know, that is. You
0: know, you're right, but I never heard anybody put it that way. It's your you're fault. Right. It's your you, fault. And you're
1: I'm so outraged. You and your jokes are evil. And then you sit there the whole time nobody's holding you there there's no force field you know you know know what you know i made a deal
0: with myself when i when i really knew i was going to be a comedian and an actor because i would do six months of a run of a play and then i do six months of stand up and i went back and forth like that for like 10 years six months of a play when the play was getting ready to to end six months booked doing stand up and i realized i needed some rules for myself because of who it is that i am just the kind of guy i am and uh yeah, they all kind of ended up be making me—I wouldn't say like a clean comedian, but just one who doesn't do other stuff. Like, the, like the stuff that I'm looking for is—I I, want to be edgy like you, but I—but I want to be—I want—I don't want to leave the audience with no nourishment. I don't want to give them candy because that—that's nothing. You know, right. they leave
1: with nothing. I want to give them how a about meal. steak with candy wrapped around it. That sounds like I'm trying to kill my Sound, audience. That's, <laughs> I am trying to kill my audience. <laughs> with <laughs> laughter, with laughter, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Not in an alley. Not in an alley back. with a knife, come on. No, <laughs> you know, I, no I, I, really, I
0: really want them to leave being more educated than when they showed up. And if I, if I can feel that way, like every show, then...
1: Then you feel good. It, I, I win. And it's sexually arousing. <laughs> you know, I get... <laughs> Hey, learning learning is No, but around. like there's nothing. You don't right. know
0: in to I like clean comics.
1: Bull- but I mean, then again, for me, the comics that uh that I gravitated to, the George Carlins, the Paul Mooneys, the edgy comics, it, that was the ones I thought were dangerous. And the Lenny I watched a, a, a documentary on Lenny Bruce. That dude, other They're than Sniffin' Glue, he was he was Huh? Looking for Lenny? Yeah, he just really was out there. He was? You know, and I, I mean I, I, I
0: love I, I love that. And I love all those crazy guys. There's always this part of me in my head that's going, Yeah,
1: go do the crazy And then you thing. take the medication and it and goes yeah, down.
0: No, nah, I take the medication and and try to think really hard what'll happen to my career, my marriage oh, if, I, <laughs> if I if you want just to started... go down this road. Well, no, that's not the road to go. No I
1: don't know. <laughs> but you know what'll make people watch a show sometimes? That one little clip. That one little thirty second clip to go. Wow, they were on. A, I, I got to see the rest of what they were talking about, and you know, I, I see people that that do stuff that it cater to the mainstream. And you got to think, Prince used to be a guy in his underwear with a trench coat on, yep. booed
0: and, at the Rolling Stone. Concert. Yeah,
1: and he got booed at the Rolling Stone concert. But then, ready, ten Grammys later, yeah, they don't get it. So I'd rather be that dude. Right. Than the dude that starts off with you know you know
0: ooh wop wop ooh wop ooh
1: ooh wop I'd rather be Prince you know yeah well you are I, I brother. think I got a dirty mind yeah no, you are you know what that's a sexy far, song boy as far
0: as comedy goes you are I am prince,
1: I, right I while well, I'm trying to be and I I'm doing this, okay I want
0: to get this in before we close before we close I was a huge fan of the night that you did like several comedy clubs in a row oh yeah
1: you that you was took us
0: with you. To each one, I thought that that was just brilliant. I was like, "Damn it! Why didn't I think of that?"
1: Yeah, I did seven headline shows in one night. I got it. Oh, somebody, I got two comics beat me since then. One did eleven, and another one did thirteen. Uh, Steve oh, Burn, I didn't, I didn't Steve that. Byrne. Um. I'm giving props. Steve Byrne, you got me on this one. But I'm doing 78 shows in one <laughs> night, <laughs> and top that, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a corpse with a microphone after I'm done. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, really went for it, and right at the end. <laughs> Rosebud, and <then> I'm just, <laughs> but no, um, Citizen King, watch a movie. No, see, that's why I said the thing. But I'm, I'm saying uh, stuff like that. I wanted to do it, to just kind of push the envelope. Of people say, well, you know, y- y- you don't work hard enough. Uh, I don't. Okay, watch this. It was, there, it wasn't out of trying to break a record. It was more out of, oh, I don't, huh? Because sometimes I wouldn't, I wouldn't like if I had a show canceled. I'd be like, "Oh well, all right, go get some. Who wants some? You know, bagels. Let's go get something to eat." Like I didn't like, and people thought I didn't care. I did care, but what am I gonna do? Like, what am I gonna do about it?
0: That happens to me. Lori has to sit all night
1: long with me and watch me ugly cry. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. See. Yeah, I just, I'll just. I think it personally. Cancelled gigs. Why didn't
0: they like me?
1: Some. I I got a show. I got. I had a movie written for me with me in mind, and got taken away from me, and people thought, you're going to hate Chappelle. No, not at all. All right, I'll say what it was. It was called Undercover Brother. There were, the character was called Conspiracy uh, Guy or something. Uh, t Ward know what I'm talking about. And, and the dude told me to my face. I wrote that with you in mind because of the way your act is. And then and Chappelle ended up doing it because Chappelle's Chappelle. And then people were like, were you mad at Chappelle? I'm like, not at all. I mean, it wasn't for me like i never get mad at stuff that wasn't for me if yeah. a woman ever cheats on me I go well what she wanted one for me you wanted you wanted that guy well that's you what know? i always Now know. i'm gonna burn you both up in the house because yeah. nobody does that to johnny ridd
0: uh, i think on that we'll close out the
1: show. <laughs> we're uh, gonna close on hey, burning houses I'm down low,
0: hey after burning out what that ain't none left no, so listen, Shank,
1: Will you come back and see us again? I see. I you didn't think I was gonna come at all, so yeah, man. But I no. I told you, man. I, I'm I'm down. I think that I like the fact that you're. I like your perseverance and the fact that you're doing your own thing, and that's what makes it real chill. If you didn't, man, I'd be like, yo, man. No, I'm not coming back. But no. I like the fact you're doing it, and you, you have, have an answer if you're you actually have coming plants. back. You have plans. Yes. You will. Yes, and you have plants, and I like plants.
0: Yeah, that's that's Lori. Wait a minute, are these real? Uh, not, not at all. Not.
1: <laughs> of course, they're all real. We you love got me, plans. man. I thought they were real. No, the, uh, no, that's all Lori. Lori my, if you more... saw my place, I have some. I like plants. See, you gonna make fun of me? I like plants. Okay, yeah,
0: there's nothing wrong with that. I'm
1: a martial artist that likes plants and telling jokes.
0: Good. Uh, well, you know what, you're damn good at it, and Thank you. I am damn glad that I was one of the cats that got to work with you early, I appreciate on, it. early on, and got some really good advice that I've been able to hold on to, to okay. this very day. So one of the things you told me, though, was know when it's time to get off the stage, and it's time for me to get off this yeah. stage. So listen everybody, we love you. this has been the B.D. Freeman Program, <laughs> uh, everybody give it up for Shay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah him, him. And uh, are you
1: not entertained?
0: <laughs> and we will be with you guys next week, where we will have another exciting cat sniffing butt tickler. I just, I'm sorry, I don't. You know had to do it. From. I don't know where that came from. Uh, but uh, but we love you. Uh, have a great night, and remember, you are not actually interracial dating unless you are dating a horse or a chicken. Good night, everybody. <laughs>
1: I have no idea what that meant. It's the Freeman Show. Come on, get into it. I'm going to give a little Frank Sinatra. It's the Beatty Freeman Show. It's the Beatty Freeman Show. It's the Beatty Freeman Show. Beatty Freeman show. Beatty Freeman show. Oh, he made it funky at the end.